Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Pink Cashmere from The Hits One, recorded on the 9th of June, uh, 1988 at Paisley Park. And then uh, additional recording was done in August 1990. Uh, I think that was when Claire Fisher added uh, added the strings. Uh, and it was released on the 13th of August 1993. It was the lead single um, from the Hits 1. Um, although it, I think it was only released in America, it wasn't released over here. Over here they released Peach as the lead single, which did surprisingly well. And the song itself is 6 minutes 13. It is just Prince with some strings from Claire Fisher. And joining me to talk about it is Martin Sand. Hello, Martin. Hi. I mean, I think this is kind of like a unique song in that it was written for Prince's girlfriend at the time, Anna Fantastic. I mean, any any Prince fan knows 9th of June. That's only a few days after Prince's 30th birthday. And I believe Anna had just turned 18 and Prince wrote this song, put it on a cassette, sent it to her along with a pink cashmere coat. Uh, that he had had made, which I think was rumoured to be worth around about $15,000. Yeah. This seems to be like a very specific song, which is a Prince song aimed at getting, you know, into his girlfriend's affections. <laughs> and then as as the hits, and you know, one, two and the B-sides were kind of being put together. Obviously for the B-sides, Prince added... Um, for the Tears in Your Eyes and Power Fantastic. For the hits too, Prince, you know, he had Peach and he had uh, Pope. Uh, for some reason, Prince added just nothing but P, P songs to the, the hits one and two. Um, and then for this, we have Pink Cashmere. This is essentially the only really new song on the hits one. Like I said, kind of written specifically for one person. Um, and then I'm guessing Warner Brothers were like, we need a song. And Prince was like, OK, have this song then. <laughs> and it just ended up becoming, you know, the lead single. He kind of compromised because he didn't really want to do the hits. And if he was going to do it, he wanted to put like a, you know, a seven CD set out or like he really wanted to go to town yep. with it. Warner Brothers were like, well, let's kind of just let's narrow that down and just kind of make it a bit more kind of focused, you know. And so they did, you know, with the hits one and the hits two. And then obviously the B-sides, you know, kind of collected most of Prince's B-sides up to that point. There's like, I think, four that were kind of missed off. My favorite uh, detail about the story is that, according to rumor, they paid him to not be involved with uh, this box set. <laughs> yes. Um, that, yeah, because Prince was like not really happy about kind of promoting it. And so they said, okay, have some money. Don't promote these. <laughs> and so, you know, that's why they released Pink Cashmere as a single in the US. They released Peach in the UK and then Prince basically went on tour across Europe so that he didn't have to do any promotion in the US for the hits B-sides, which I think is, you know, it's kind of an interesting tactic for them to take. He didn't really perform Pink Cashmere until kind of after, you know, the kind of the next tour was when he, he started to perform it. For a genre, I think specifically it's a kind of a ballad, isn't it? You know, yeah. as always, you know, Claire Fisher's very lush strings. It, within the six minutes, you kind of start off. It really, it really does. It's one of those songs that feels like Prince is writing it for a specific person. Obviously, he was writing it for a specific person. But even if you didn't know that, you can kind of get that from the lyrics, you know, you know, talking about how the cycle never ends. You just pray you don't get burned, which I've got to say is a bit of a negative kind of way to start a ballad out. Like being like, oh, I'm falling in love. I hope this doesn't go badly. Quite relatable to be honest i mean i guess yeah even prince is kind of like oh this this you know anna is is a great girl and i'm falling in love with her i hope this doesn't go terribly obviously he says you know what you are to me but baby you got to learn i'm making you a coat of pink cashmere and i like how he says you got to know how i feel about cha instead of yeah which i think is just kind of an interesting thing how i always want you near and then of course he talks about i'm counting every minute of every hour till you are here and i mean i, I love that chorus you know it's it's like um 
I mean, I love the production on this song anyway. Uh, and obviously there's kind of, there's a few kind of lyrics in here which are, you know, worth kind of exploring a little bit. Like that kind of opening sentiment of you just pray you don't get burned. Uh, but I think the, the, like the chorus, the chorus is kind of very literal in that Prince did make a coat of pink cashmere. Uh, but also this idea of counting every minute of every hour, you know, like that is obviously, you know, kind of very relatable in terms of like, you know, a feeling of kind of new love. Um you know, like very much kind of like the start of a relationship, uh, you know, of uh, almost almost as they said on The Simpsons with Poochie, like, um, you know, if Poochie's not on screen, people should be saying, where is Poochie? And, you know, that's what this certainly feels like here. It's like, if I'm not with Anna, where is Anna? Is, is kind of almost what Prince is saying. Well, I'm just glad she didn't die on the way back to her home planet then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. And then in the second verse, Prince, you know, he talks about, girl, you can't understand. I never used to go dancing. And this doesn't, to me, this doesn't really feel like this is true to Prince. But I guess, you know, I was the kind of man who'd rather stay at home. Um, you know, I, I just, I can't imagine, I mean, I guess I can imagine Prince staying in Paisley Park a lot because obviously, you know, he liked to record songs 24 hours a day and, you know, the whole place is wired for sound. So that kind of feels realistic, but the idea that Prince never used to go dancing, um, you know, certainly in his earlier days, you know, he, he did get a lot of influences from like kind of clubs that he went to and stuff. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel a hundred percent like truthful. Uh, but I do just love the line. I-, I was the kind of man who'd rather stay at home. Like when you when you know when you know that his home is Paisley Park, you're like, well, I mean, I'd rather stay there as well. You know, than, than go out. Famously, um, they weren't able to keep him at home when he should have stayed at home. Like when he was uh, shortly before his tragic death, uh, when he was already addicted to fentanyl because of chronic pain, he was he was seen. Um, bicycling around near Paisley Park instead of just, uh, you know, recovering at home. It's funny because he says, when I think about how much I miss you, I want to jump for joy and thank him. I am not alone. It's like, um, and in the lyrics, they put the capital H, obviously, uh, you know, a reference to God. But it's just like, that's a very sharp left turn there about, you know, not you're not a person who likes to go dancing. You're more of a homebody. Oh, but I thank the Lord for you existing. It's like, to me, that's like a little bit of a jump. It still, it kind of fits with Prince, um, certainly around this time, obviously, you know, we're talking kind of around Love Sexy and you have songs like Anastasia and, uh, you know, I Wish You Heaven. So obviously Prince kind of being a little bit more overtly religious, but I just, I find that just a funny little line that he sticks in, you know, like saying that you're thankful that God created this person you're falling in love with. I feel he's kind of like... um, uh, it almost feels like a kind of 60s girl band type of thing, you know, like the idea of having, you know, being in love with someone, but also, uh, you know, thanking God. Uh, it kind of it kind of reminds me of like, a, you know, uh, the idea that there's a lot of kind of like love songs from um, from like the 60s, where if you just change the words of, you know, love to God, then the song still makes the same kind of sense. Um, and that kind of if I feel like that's kind of Prince slipping that kind of thing in of just, you know, putting a reference to God kind of very quickly. Um, you know, where he's saying that he, he jumps for joy. Uh, the Most Beautiful Girl in the World is um, practically the same song thematically. Yeah, and obviously, the, yeah, there's a lot Not of... Not musically, of, um, but the uh, the uh, the thought is um, the same, and he expresses yeah. the same themes. And then, you know, we kind of get to the, the start again, which is, it's, this time it's kind of done in like a, a middle eight, where Prince is like, here I go again, falling in love all over. Oh, the cycle never ends. You just pray. You don't get burned. And I love, I love the way he sings that because he kind of, 
he kind of really goes up into his falsetto and it's kind of it's like a very kind of sharp way that he sings it um you know and then we kind of go back to the the chorus and then uh, we kind of get we kind of get this thing where Prince says, you know, when I get your arms around you, baby, there's so many things I want to do to you. I want to hold you. I want to kiss you like you like you. <laughs> and it's like, uh, OK, Prince, <laughs> as we get closer to the end of the song, we get Prince saying, I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. One you've never heard before. I said one you've never heard before <laughs> about a girl, about a boy and the joy and all the things that you enjoy. I'd stay in love. I'd stay so happy. Baby girl. There are so many things, so many things I want to do. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to. <laughs> and then he, he kind of goes back to, I want to make you a pretty, pretty coat of pink cashmere. And then he expands and says, I'm going to count every second of every minute of each and every hour of every day till you come on back, till you come on back to your little man. <laughs> and I like that the song kind of goes to this fade out with Prince referring to himself as a little man. You know, it's very kind of rare that any like Prince would like call any attention to his height at any point. Obviously, you know, he you know, he wore high heels for practically all of his kind of professional career. I just kind of love that he, as we kind of get the the fade out, we just hear him him saying those words. And then, you know, the song kind of just fades out, you know, but I mean, you know, to me it just feels you know, like the purpose that it was designed for was to kind of get Anna Fantastic's attention. And um, it's a song written to her. And it, those are always my favorite kind of like Prince ballads, because when he writes a song specifically to someone who he's in love with, you know, like some of the stuff that he did for Susanna um, or, you know, like he would do for some of the stuff for Maite, you know, you really do kind of feel, um, you know, kind of the emotion behind it. Even even if we do kind of start with the, you know, you pray you don't get burned kind of at the beginning and kind of, you know, comes back towards the end as well. It's kind of like um, Prince taking the idea of, of trying to kind of like charm Anna, but also at the same time being like, look, let's be realistic. There's a chance this isn't going to kind of, this isn't going to last long or it isn't going to end well. Yeah, well... <laughs> it's it's also it's also a little bit funny um if you think about um you know as a song it stands on its own but if you think about the real life people um you've got this like music superstar and he prays he doesn't get burned by this um barely 18 year old girl with no clout whatsoever yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i think i think the thing is maybe prince is not just talking about like um you know their relative positions um, but also, like, just emotionally, like the idea that he's letting he's letting this person in and he's hoping that somehow, you know, he doesn't get burned by kind of opening himself up, you know, which I think is a sentiment that most people can kind of relate to. That kind of falling in love with someone can lead you to kind of obviously feel very happy, but also can, you know, you can end up getting burned. Uh, in addition to this being on the hits, the B-sides. Um, you know, this ended up showing up on um, Girl 6 as well, which was, I don't know, it's just like an album of songs where Prince was like, I mean, you know, obviously he was friends with Spike Lee, you know, Spike Lee directed the video for uh, one version of the video for Money Don't Matter Tonight. Um, and so obviously he asked Prince for some songs. Prince did kind of contribute a song called Girl 6, credited it to the new power generation. Um, and then um, for some reason, he just gave a load of old songs to you know Spike Lee and said, here you go, this is an album, you know? <laughs> um, and Pink Cashmere is on there. 
Um, along with stuff like She Spoke to Me and, um, you know, Count the Days, which is like a, a new pa- an MPG song. You know, Girls and Boys, which obviously has already been in Parade, so I don't know why you need it to feature in Girl 6. And then also, um, you know, The Screams of Passion, Nasty Girl. Like, lots of stuff from his kind of, like, side projects. You know, um, like, the idea of putting Pink Cashmere in there, like, doesn't, to me, doesn't really fit with, <laughs> with what Girl 6 is about. I mean, I don't know how Pink Cashmere has anything to do with, like, um you know, operators of, of uh, phone sex lines. Like, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't really kind of make sense at all. Uh, you know, in terms of, like, a, a score, I mean, I would say, for me, this is a, a four out of five. You know, I don't think I can say five out of five because I love the production and I love Prince's vocals, but at the same time, six minutes, it feels a little bit kind of long, um, you know, and a lot of it is just kind of repeating the kind of the chorus and I feel like if this was maybe like a minute shorter, I could I could say five out of five. But at six minutes and thirteen, uh, it just feels like it kind of it doesn't really it doesn't really get to the point like quick enough. It just keep it just kind of keeps going around and around. It does plot a little. Yeah, which I guess is probably not helped by the fact that it is you know quite a kind of gentle ballad. Yeah, I think that's fair. Grading on a curve of Prince songs, it um it it feels like uh well trodden well trodden ground and uh, uh it's it's just um it's it's like he he did the same song better yeah before and after if you think of something like adore which is kind of roughly the same thing or if you think of a couple of songs that are on like diamonds and pearls where he's kind of you know talking about or or even like symbol where he's kind of singing songs to maite he, he's done better ballads and you know they haven't gone as on as long either you know they've kind of they've kind of got to the point and it's telling that like the video version of this is kind of like four minutes long almost like someone's like okay we've reached we've reached the point at which this has served its purpose let's just kind of kind of fade it out here and kind of just cut it off um and you know the video itself is just a a kind of montage of yeah it's cobbled together from like and so randomly like uh, uh yeah i'm not sure i uh had seen the video at the time i may have or i may not have but um i looked it up on youtube and i had to i had to check twice that i was uh, looking at the official you know prince channel um and that it was really the official video because it seems like something uh that a youtuber would just slap together <laughs> for a song that doesn't yeah. have a video <laughs> yeah it does it does seem a little bit like that yeah it does seem like a fan made video by the time you you close in on a four minutes, you've kind of got the point of what the song is, uh, as charming as it as it can be. You know, he he kind of performed this around the time that he did the the kind of the tour in Europe, and then uh, you know he kind of dropped it for a few years, and then he brought it back, kind of you know just after two thousand two. 2004 kind of around there and then he dropped it again for like another decade and and then he on the final tour that he did he kind of performed it and the final performance of it was the 28th of february 2016 uh in oakland so you know he was performing it kind of all the way up until a couple of months before his death um so obviously he you know he must have had some affection for the song so i feel like we said about as much as we can about some pink cashmere um, so let's go to plugs. I guess you can follow me on uh, Spotify. I've been posting uh, playlists lately. Just search for my name. I don't know if you'll find me easily. I haven't figured out uh, following people on Spotify myself. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Martin. Well, thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Bye.